Hey, welcome to the Heavy Sweater Podcast. My name is John King. If this is your first time listening, this is the Heavy Sweater Podcast, a deep dive into the beginnings of musicians and bands with heavy variety. And this week, we have a really fucking cool guest, Damien Baguera from Dissect. Uh, really fucking sick band. Fucking great band. There are... Their first show was Toowoomba, and I remember I did an announcement on the podcast when Shokan were playing that, because that was Shokan's second show, so that was their first show, it was fucking sick, I remember watching them and I was just like, fuck, like this band fucking hits different, like they're so sick, but we get into uh, Damien's beginnings in heavy music and how Dissect kind of started, and um, we touch on his like, his detour from heavy music into like hip hop and rap and stuff. Um, which is real cool. We even get into the infamous for me Lismore show because Damien was meant to be at that show with his last band in Slaver. That show was a fucking nightmare. And also, Dissect have some fucking really sick shows coming up next weekend of this release. This comes out well, today, obviously, Sunday. They've got some really fucking cool shows. Uh, so stick around for the end of the episode to hear about those. And I also just put out a two-track called Snake Eater, and it's really fucking cool. So with all that being said, it's Sunday, and you know what that means. Fucking get it, boy! Hey, bud, how you doing? Good, how are you? Fucking sick. I got a headache. I'm fucked. Yeah, I feel you, bro. I've been up since four. I'm just, I'm ratchet. Yeah, sure. You got it worse than me then, bro. Yeah. No, <laughs> nah, you had a fucking sick night, though. Yeah, I just did the two hour drive back. It was like three hours. I don't even staying. What was that? And, just um, like so we got out of the car at the venue and we're like, yeah, let's go to America. I, oh yeah. yeah, I'm like yeah. We drove up there like ten, like three hours, and then um, yeah, we got out of the car at the venue, and we're like, yeah, let's book a motel. <laughs> Same as the Toowoomba move. Yeah, 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 yeah fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> sick man. <Staring> up motels. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. I remember like when we met you guys up there, and you were like, oh, we're staying in a motel. I was like, that's hectic. Like I didn't even think of that, but we had to play Namble the next day, so I was like, I just want to go home. Yeah, and I, it's like that though. Like last time when we finished, like I was like, oh, like I'm stoked we got the motel, but at the same time, because like I didn't want to do the drive, but like yeah. at the same time, I was like, I'd love to be in my own bed. Yeah, because <laughs> you know? yeah, sure. those motel beds, like pretty hit and miss. So. Yeah, for sure. Fuck. Oh, yeah, that's sick, man. Where'd you guys stay up on the sunny coast? Uh we just stayed at. Um, it was like I think like ten minutes away from the venue. Oh, so just virtual like area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, more, yeah. I'm not really familiar with Sunny Coast at all. I think I've been up there maybe five times in my life. So oh, like, fuck. Yeah, I have no clue when I'm up there. See, but, um, yeah, see. no, it's pretty close by, and, like, it was actually, like, a real nice one. Like, we stayed in some pretty questionable ones. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> it was actually see, nice. Man. I didn't really feel like a motel like that. So, no, fuck it was cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, we'll get into everything with music for you, and, like, what's the first sort of heavy-ish band you remember hearing for the first time being like, that's fucking sick. Oh, I'd say probably Bullet for My Valentine, bro. Yes. Like, fucking, they changed um, just everything for me. Like, <laughs> yeah, before that, yeah. like, I was into, like, Lil John and, like, oh, you know, Stomp so the Yard. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was in, like, grade five, bro. I was into, like, the Stomp the Yard, like, soundtrack, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. And, and Need uh, for Speed Underground 2 soundtrack. Yeah, pretty much. And, um, yeah, at some point, like, um, I guess some of, like, the 
my brothers, like my older brother, like and his older friends, like showed me like some metal, like both my Valentine. And I think um, after that, because I was obsessed with them, like posters on my walls, all that yeah. kind of stuff, like, you know, all of that. And then I think after that, was escape the fate and then like i yes. heard like sweeping and shit for the <laughs> yeah. first time and i was like what is that because um yeah i play guitar before anything so yep. like uh, i've been playing guitar since then and um yeah for me like bullet escape the fate um bit of code switch engage not as much yeah, but yeah. um I think, yeah moved from that onto eventually like asking alexandria and stuff so um so- yeah, it was so it was so heavy back then. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but for real, there. for real though, the second Ask Alexandria album, the Reckless and yeah. Relentless, for a drop C album, bullshit heavy. It is heavy for drop C, right? Yeah. <laughs> it is fucking insane how heavy that is. Yeah, like I remember when I first tuned my guitar to drop C, I think it was because of them and Escape to Fate, and I was yeah. just like, man, this is the tuning, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that was the tuning. For anyone in our yeah. age group at that time period, it's drop just, C is the tuning. Yeah, like I thought I was hectic for it too. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't even remember the last time I played a six string now. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I do, but, but we yeah. play baritones. So. Oh, really? True. Yeah, I can't six do baritones. It. Like I, I tried a baritone at the music store and I was just like wigging out because like I was yeah. going to like, like the high E and it wasn't there. And I was like, what am I playing? I yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, so. Yeah, fuck yeah. So yeah, I did five or seven strings, man. Yeah, no, I had a but, seven um, for ages and I just sold it to buy fucking this guy this iron label baritone that's the one i tried at the music store like, yeah it's such a nice looking guitar i love how like long like the neck is and stuff yeah, yeah. it just bring me out so i was like nah. it is weird. I, was, I was like kind of tossing between that and then the uh iron label seven string i got here next to me and oh, yeah. um yeah i just ended up getting that so yeah yeah had a Good few age drinks and stuff, but like, I don't know, man. Like, they're cool, but like, yeah. you just play them differently. You just naturally go to like jaunt it, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. Sure. You only become yeah. Josh Travis once you go past the seven string. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's only so many zeros and ones you can play, man. And then you got to learn music theory. So, <laughs> no, I don't want it. I just want one, yeah. zeros, five, seven, eight. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Caveman riffs all day, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All that hard. protruding brow yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> well um yeah sick, I, I got into um like suicide silence and stuff after that and like a bit of from the horizon yeah just like just i feel like it's just like the classic kind of pathway just the heaviest stuff and then yeah, i yeah. guess at some point i like found myself like right into deathcore like played in some deathcore like bands and stuff yeah. um really loved aversion's crown like aversion's Fuck crown yeah. was like such a like influential band for me when they dropped tyrant yeah, I think they're um, an underrated band too. Oh, I do. Hard, straight up. Yeah. Because they had a massive moment, I think, like in the scene. Yeah. Um, can you still hear me? I just wigged out on my own. Yeah, okay, sick. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think um, <laughs> yeah. those guys like, changed, <laughs> changed so much. And um, yeah, and at some point, I guess I found myself listening to like Infinite Annihilator and like, yeah, because fine. I was listening to that all the time, like anything else just sounded like fucking weird <laughs> and like not, <laughs> not heavy. Nothing's heavy. And then, yeah. And then like I, after that, like I stopped playing in bands and did like my own like solo underground rap thing for a while because yeah, yeah. like, I didn't have a band anymore. I was like, well, I still want to make music because it's like that's all I've ever wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, like I did that for a while. Learned a lot with that, like in terms of like, you know, what works, what doesn't work marketing wise, like, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then, yeah, I just found myself naturally 
at some point, like 2020, I started listening to metal again because I just stopped listening to it for quite a while. Yeah. Like, and then I started listening to like Chelsea Green again and okay. like bands like that. And I love Chelsea Green. Yeah. And um, I was just like, I was at the gym actually, and I was listening to Chelsea Green, and I was just like, shit, this just hits different. Like nothing yeah. does it like, metal, <laughs> yeah, you know, no, like getting sure. like that, like that like childhood love for it back. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, like um, our guitarist Jacob, he's been playing in bands for ages as well. And then um, yeah, we just started riding together because I bought a guitar again. Like, and yeah, I was like, yeah. like, let's just start playing again because I took a long break away from it. Yeah. And um, yeah, we just yeah, that ended up being mirror image when we started riding together. Yeah, you know? So yeah. um, yeah, it was so natural, bro. And um, I'm so stoked it happens too because like fuck, like I just feel like this is like you know coming back to metal after all this time. It just feels yeah, yeah. like more natural and like you know just so much better like you know yeah, like yeah. so yeah, that's pretty much like yeah how we got to here you know so yeah sick man well i knew you played guitar before we did this but i didn't know until after i met you that you were an enslaver yeah that's right yeah and then because like i know zach mckinley from like my old band. oh yeah, true, yeah 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 and i did an episode with him and i was like i met damien the other day like at a show because he's in dissect he's like oh fuck yeah cool yeah, yeah wow, that's a small world bro yeah, yeah, yeah. he played with us for a few months i think before we just kind of yeah fell apart i suppose <laughs> like yeah, yeah everyone kind of just you know goes their direction sometimes you know yeah. so yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was like when I was riding to like my deathcore man, yeah, super yeah. loved it. Probably, <laughs> probably ripped them off a little bit to be honest. <laughs> but, like, <Fuck> yeah. <laughs> but as you do when you're like 17. Yeah, so. yeah, man, for sure. That's yeah. wild. Cool. So like you get into like those bands when you're a kid. And what's the band that like or guitar player that makes you want to pick up a guitar? Is it Matt Tuck? From Bullet? Yeah. <laughs> Matt <Fuck> Tuck and yeah. <laughs> Pad for sure. Yes. Yeah, like, I was just like, I want to do that. Like yeah, I'd say them, and then the guitarist. I can't remember his name. I think it was Monty Money. From the yeah, yeah. All the sleeves, bro. I put like so many hours. Bro. Oh, dude, I put so many hours into learning sweeping. Like I just like oh. disregarded everything else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I never was learned that. Ridiculous. I was like, I just want to learn Marilyn Manson songs and Slipknot yeah, songs, true. and that's it. That's all I need. That's a big one actually for me too. Slipknot. Like, yeah, fuck um, yeah. I actually have a pretty like wild story with Slipknot. Like my mom wouldn't let me listen to Slipknot. Um, really? Yeah, because um I'm from South Africa. Like I okay. moved here when I was um 15, and um yeah, there was like this thing that's a pretty pretty hectic. Like, but there was like this basically like a little bit of like a thing that happened with this kid who went to a school with a Slipknot mask on back home, okay. and I actually found out about Slipknot on the news, and I was like, I saw Mick Thompson, and I was scared shitless. Like yep. I was like, holy like what is this i'm like yeah. you know 10 years old like you know but then <laughs> yeah. i met um i was actually in grade five with um luke harhoff from Virginia. okay and um yeah so like we met back then and um he showed me slipknot like because yeah. he already listens to them he always kind of listened to like i would be like at oscar alexandria and he'd be at suicide silence you know yeah. I'd just level up like, like that. one step ahead yeah, yeah yeah for sure so he showed me slipknot and then I was like trying to buy the Slipknot CD from the music store. Yeah. And my mom was just not having it. Fair enough. You know, she's just seen these dudes on the news yeah. because of what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, I just begged her, I, like went back there and back then. And like the guy who worked there, like told her, like, you know, kind of convinced her, like, yo, your kid's not going to end up like this guy. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, the <laughs> And I eventually got that Slipknot CD. I think that was um, the Subliminal Verses. Oh, so gone. Yeah, biggest game changer for me. I think I went from Bullet to Slipknot. And then yeah. that was just like, and I'll, straight after that, I got All Hope is Gone. 
Yeah. And uh, still to this day, that's my favorite Slipknot album. Like, All Hope is Gone? Sick. Yeah, straight Fun. up. Like, that's sick. Yeah. I think like Jamaica, I go back and listen to that stuff now. And I'm just like, holy shit, like, they really did shape so much of the new metal like, yeah. these days. You know, like, yeah. it's just so evident, you know I mean? Like, I feel like they're just so ahead of the time. I mean, you can only say so many. You can't really say anything anything bad about Slipknot, you know what no. I mean? Like, but like, so I feel like it goes without saying. But like, fuck, just like going back and hearing it for myself, I'm like, holy shit! Like, they yeah. were really on something crazy, you know. Even so, that album, because I feel like for a lot of people, that album was like the dropping off point. Where yeah, like, true. Where like they really kind of weren't that into Slipknot after that, because like Volume Three was so big, Iowa was so influential, and the first album was so like game changing yeah. for everything. But, like, True. there's some fucking bangers on All Hope is Gone. Like, Butcher's Hook Bro. is so fucked. Oh, dude, yeah. Like, yeah. all that. That one, Jehenna. Yeah. Um, there's one on there I'm trying to think of. I can't think of the name now. But I was, like, listening to it and I was just, like, holy shit. Like, this is modern metalcore. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You like, know? And, that's and like for 2009. Yeah, 2009. It's insane, bro. Like, it's so gnarly. Yeah. And then last album with Paul and Joey. Yeah, exactly. So you know, it's it, crazy too. It's probably pretty controversial as well. I didn't really like Iowa. Like, really? I went, yeah, because like my the old drummer in my old band, he yeah. was like, "Man, listen to Iowa," and I was like, "I have, but like, I'll go listen to it again." Because at that, this was a few months ago. I was just, yeah, just yeah. re-listening old music, and I listened to it. and I was like, ah, "It's it's I like it's not bad or anything." Yeah. I'm just like, I just love <laughs> yeah. all hope is gone. Yeah. you know, so, I, it's like, because it holds a special place to you. Where like. I had this discussion yeah. with The Wandering where, like, um, their guitar player loves, some, like, Volume 3 and their vocalist loves Iowa. And they both True. think that their album is the best album. I sit on Volume 3 because, like, that is just, like, such a roller coaster where it's, like, bangers, yeah. heavy music, and then, like, really weird songs like Circle. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, like, That's I'm, fair. like, in there where it's just, like, whatever. I'll, I fucking listen to all of it. I love it all. Oh, yeah. I think Volume 3 is great, too. I just, like, because I went back and listened to that, too, obviously, because it was, like, my first Slipknot album ever. Yeah, yeah. And um, I don't know. I just I feel like with All Hope is Gone, like, because that was the second one I got. Yeah. Even then, like, listening to it now, I'm just, like, the, t- the overall tone of that album yeah. and, like, just, um, Corey Taylor's lyrics in it. Yeah. Obviously, I'm like, very big on lyrics, especially now that I'm old enough to understand them. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but, um, yeah, I just think the overall tone is just sick. Like, I just perceive it so differently now, I yeah. think. And, um, yeah, fucking love it. <laughs> what else can I say? Great album. Yeah. For sure. Dead Memories is a banger. I remember learning oh, that dude. on guitar and I was like, fuck yeah. And then I got to the solo, yeah. I was like, nope. I'm good. I, yeah, I just I need to learn like the rhythms and the fucking dun, dun, dun parts. I'm fucking yeah. sad. I remember I just looked at their tuning once. I think it was in B, and I was like, yeah. "Fuck is that?" Like B <laughs> like, and I A. Like, I don't. I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I dropped the guitar down. <laughs> yeah, warp two bands don't play that low. Fuck. Yeah, I was like, this is fucking hectic, bro. Not for yeah. me. <laughs> Sick. Cool, so, man. Yeah. So like, that's the band that gets you into wanting to play guitar. What's your first guitar ever? Ah. Uh, my first guitar, like my first electric guitar ever, um, was a Arbanez Geo, like a little, like kind of like yes. SG shape, yeah. like a wild yeah. one. Oh, whoa! It was shit house, yeah. But yeah, Geo's <laughs> suck. Like, Geo's a oh, trash. Yeah. I actually got a Geo bass next to me. I don't know why I bought it, but like it's got just cheap bass, man. Cheap yeah, bass I, like, I want to play bass, so yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, my first sick guitar was a uh, Arbanez Zarthos. You know, like the crazy oh, like X, like kind yeah, of yeah, shape. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah was the, I think the first one I saw one of them was the guitar player from Alisana had one. 
yeah like okay. a white one and i was like that's fucking sick it's yeah like it's very boys. metal you yeah. know like like metal horns yeah metal, yeah like, you know, big but, pointy guitars yeah like yeah. the shock inlays and shit yeah well, <laughs> that shit was so cool back then yeah. bro but, um, death like, core as fuck what do you mean no friends <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah. but you that's know cool, that was definitely first game changer guitar for me yeah Fuck yeah, cool. And then from there, you start bands when you're in high school or is it when you get out of high school do you start putting uh, bands together? I started in high school. Like back home, like in South Africa, it was pretty hard to like assemble a metal band, let yeah. alone like, play shows. Um, there was like some bands that did it. And um, I just think like the hardest thing was just finding members, like, you know, and just finding people as well, like at that age that were like, I guess like on the same page as you because yeah. like I feel like some people you know want to be like you know they're like oh yeah I'll play in a band and then some people are like yo this is what I want to do you yeah. know there's, so there's two even at that age for me yeah exactly like yeah. even for me back then bro, like I decided when I was like I think like 14 15 I was like this is what I yeah then we um we moved over here and then yeah like that just like changed shit for me because like, i guess so many more people that are into it and shit like realizing now thinking about it, like you know australia is like the metal like belly of the world like you know yeah, yeah. so <laughs> yeah best place to be in a metal band and um yeah i just tried a few things out eventually found some people got a like a consistent lineup and um that was in the slaver and then we were grinding at that for like yeah like most of my high school time here to be honest okay. and um yeah that was pre- i was pretty much only ever in dissects and then i guess in slaver as, as actual bands would play shows yeah, yeah. everything else like, was kind of you're away in a band or yeah yeah that classic yeah, yeah my Fuck first it. band ever was in grade five and that was with luke from Belvedere, and like oh. we had no music nothing yeah, we barely no. played oh, and we were trying to yep. book shows at like this like the oh. fucking main menu and shit oh, could you imagine how that would have gone down it said like I like made us like a oh, website and shit. I can't remember the name. It was something stupid, but like I made us like a website and like said that we're playing at this place called Wave House, which is like the skate park that was made by Tony Hawk. Okay, and all the big bands used to play there, and I booked a date like that. And I'm like, yeah, just, we're playing here. Yeah, that's just so sick. nine, ten years old, just ambitious, I guess. That's so <laughs> fucking yeah. sick. That is incredible. Yeah, nah, it was it was just like made up though, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the idea of like we're gonna do this, and then you just rock up, and then you're like, now what? Like, yeah no yeah. music that would have been so sick man yeah so silly just the pretend band yeah yeah but it's yeah. character building man oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure bro. that's for fucking sure. wild that's so sick um do you i think this might have been like the last enslaver show to be booked i don't think you've played it it was lismore the lismore yeah and yeah, it was okay. and i think like a, i think you guys might have been headlining it but like every band dropped off like the day of. Yeah, I think I remember. I don't know if it, it must have been Lismore, but I remember like something happening and then like, yeah, I, I don't know what exactly happened because it was such a long time ago. But Man. I just remember, I think some of us made it up there. Some of us couldn't make it up there last minute. And yeah. it was just a bit of a shit show. So like, I can't I have no idea what happened. I just remember that it fucking was because I went, yeah. to, I went there because I played that show too. And it was oh, fucked. It was so fucked. I've spoken about it on here like, maybe once or twice in passing being like Lismore is the worst place to have a show ever because of this show. <laughs> it was trash. So like 
You guys dropped off, which was smart decision because it was fun. <laughs> the guy putting the show on didn't show up, didn't pay the venue, yeah. didn't organize oh, the sound guy. Those ones. Man. And then, like, I think half the bands from Sydney were just like, nah. And it was like us, this band called Burial at Sea, Novus at the time. Oh, Novus, yeah. Yeah, so up, they played, they crushed. They played, like, Parkway covers and In Hearts Wake covers. It was so sick. Yeah, no, I know and, this is still uh, still going actually. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're crushing. Oh, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. They're, yeah sick. they're sick. I really want to, like, I think that we tried to get them on a show a while ago, but they couldn't because of COVID and stuff. So oh, I'd be keen to get them on something once they, I think they can come here now. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah, out of touch. But um, yeah, no, that'd be sick, bro. They've been yeah. going out for a while. Yeah, so. fuck yeah. I remember when I saw them, I was just like, this band is a fucking game changer. Like, yeah. if, if they start playing Brisbane on the regular, like, they will blow the fuck up. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, they've been at it for a while. Like, we, um, when Enslaver was still called um, In the Hands of Captors, that was our first name. Like, we oh, played yeah. a show with them at the Yak. And okay. their name was, um, their name was Subvert. That's <laughs> And, um, yeah, so we both had old names. And, like, that's when we first met them. And that was, like, fucking, I think, like, 2014. Okay. So, um, yeah, yeah, I met those boys, like, way back then. So, it's, like, sick to see that they're so still going for it. You yeah, know? So, fuck yeah. It's hard to, like, keep a band going for that oh, long. Oh, dude. Dude, I feel you. It's, yeah. it's <laughs> yeah, tough, man. man. <laughs> like, especially after doing it, like, solo for a while. Like, you know, when you have to kind of, like, you know, it's really just all up to you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. being in a collective of people and stuff like that. And, like, you know, it's just very different, you know, yeah. to being a solo musician. But yeah. I, I love it. Though. Like, it's just, like, I feel like if you just stick at it, you know, like, that's when you start to see, like, um, you know, the progress you want to see. Like, because I remember yeah. even, like, you know, big shout-out to Diamond Construct. Like, we yeah. played a show with them at the Yak, I think, in 2014 or something. Okay. And I think they they might have even played before us. I don't know. But we ended yeah, up, like, like... back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. back in the day. And they were going hard. Like, um, we ended up in some random... <laughs> pretty rad. And, um, yeah, like, that's a great... I think that they're a really good example, man, of, like, if you just keep at it, yeah. like, you know, you'll do well. Because, like, seeing them now like how far they've come from then is just like inspiring you know yeah, like it's just like holy shit like seeing them back at the yak we're playing to like five people max yeah. i think and now it's like we're like you know opening for them at the woolly mammoth like that's like yep. holy shit like good on those dudes you know yeah so okay. yeah man it's that's great cool. yeah i remember hearing about diamond constructing like 2016 like my old band played some shows in sydney and one of the guys we were playing with mentioned them in passing they're like Diamond Construct will be the biggest band in Australia in a couple of years. And now yeah, it's true. 2022 and they're fucking doing a headliner run all across the yeah. country. It's fucking it's insane. Gnarly, man. It was cool too. Because <clears throat> like when I like what I was saying before, like when I um got back into metal and stuff, like I was yeah, it was kind of like hectic because I had to kind of like, you know, like retouch all my bases and like, you know, see all the new stuff that's come out. Cause I just yeah. wasn't listening to it, man. Like, you know, like I'd heard about some new bands and whatever. And um yeah, I just, well, I guess I was, wasn't listening to that kind of music. So yeah. like, when I got back into it, like, um, obviously, Diamond Construct at some point, like, came across, like, my socials or whatever. Yeah. And, like, I listened to DCX2 and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what are these boys <laughs> eating, bro? Like, yeah. I was like, this shit is crazy. Like, yeah. like, man, like, yeah, I think that's, like, still, like, of all their music, I think that's, like, my favorite release they've done. Like, I've yeah. just been, like, I just gave me, like, the biggest, like, I don't know, like, 
I guess shock factor because I was yeah. just like this is just so meaty and like I love it <laughs> you yeah. know yeah. and like yeah. the like hybrid genre that they, they have going on I just love yeah. it and like the trap influence all of that like I think that should be yeah. so sick yeah, obviously coming from like, that music myself too so yeah yeah Fuck you. Yeah. Shout out to those boys, man. <laughs> yeah, fucking Diamond Construct. Fucking killing yeah, it. Yeah, straight yeah. up. Fuck yeah, man. Well, do you want to talk about, like, the transition from the heavies into rap? Like, what made that come about? You were just done um, doing the band thing? Yeah, well, um, so, like, when the band kind of stopped doing anything, like, I was still writing stuff by myself, like, yeah. metal band stuff, like, still, like, kind of, like, genty, like, deathcore. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like, I was still doing that, but then, like, the band had pretty much... It wasn't there anymore you know and i was kind of like for me like i've always said like no i want to do music at like all costs like you know i want to you know that's this is what i want to do you know yeah. so um yeah i was just kind of like well i need to figure out something i'm going to do you know yeah. and um at that time like i just discovered like um suicide boys and yeah. um then i got later on and it got into like ghost man and stuff and i was just kind of like at first, I felt like I couldn't do that kind of music. And then, like, um, I don't know. The more I listened to it, the more I was just like, when I, especially when I found, like, Suicide Boys. That, the, yeah. Before that, sorry, I actually got a little bit more into rap music because of the people I was hanging around with and, like, working okay. with and stuff. Yeah. And, um, and the, back then, like, I didn't think I could do it. And then I found Suicide Boys and Ghostman, and I was just like, holy shit, like, I could do this, you know? Yeah. Like, so then I started trying, and obviously I never made that music before, so it was yeah. shit out. <laughs> but, um, yeah that kind of like yeah over the years i think that improved a lot and um i still need to release more of that kind of music now yeah, i've been it's sitting fucking- on so much but i've just put all my complete everything into dissect now but um that's fucking painful, yeah like man. those thank you bro i appreciate that and um yeah like um yeah that's kind of how i got into that because like i just needed something to do and then like i just was sick as well not having to you know being in a band like you know you have yeah. an idea you consult your band you talk about it yeah. and coming from that environment to being by myself and i was just like yo i just i just have to worry about myself so it was yeah. kind of cool like that and um yeah that's pretty much how i got into that and then you know, just rode with that for like four years okay and so- only the last like um only the last like i think two years like it really started actually picking up a bit like um okay cool don't know what it was like at for a while like i didn't have any friends that were like you know like into, into the same things as me like music wise passion wise that kind of stuff i just didn't have that it was just me by myself and then yeah. like 2020 i met like my like best friend pug plague um okay. and like yeah so met him and then i met like a whole bunch of other dudes like you know like tommy benzo like all trash boy caesar like just a bunch of like you know gold coast musicians and okay. um I guess I feel like when you like, you know, in an environment where you're with all these other musicians doing their own thing, like, you know, you kind of just naturally like evolve in a good way, you know, yeah. rather than doing it by yourself. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. like how it started getting better. And then like, um, obviously, I don't know if you've heard Plague's Beats, but Plague's no. Beats, so and, like, he's next level and I like, ended up like producing for Scarlord on his album. And I like, yeah, produced like five songs on there. And like, you know, so there was like that element added to it, like producing for people and like that kind of shit. Yeah. As well as that, the music started getting better too. So, like, yeah, that's that's where it's at. And then obviously, Dietic started and then I just threw that to the side. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, no, good on that one. But. I think it's the same as like that, like what you were saying with Diamond Construct of like, you just keep doing it for so long and like eventually it's going to pay off. Like you were doing yeah, it for a yeah. while and then it started to like 
become like fruit uh fruitful i guess is the word yeah for yeah. sure man and, and then like definitely. even going to like spending time with other musicians in that genre it's like in the heavy scene if you're around the right creative types like high tides rise all ships like if you're around positive people that want what's best for that community it's going to work out well yeah yeah i think that's a really big thing bro like um I've met like so many musicians and stuff like over the years yeah, and like yeah. so many different characters and all that. And I feel like when you have the the people around you that genuinely like want you to, you know, evolve and like, yeah. want, like what's best for you and stuff like that, that's like the best environment you can be for in. Because sure. like, you know, there's so many people that will like, you know, say that and not actually mean it, you know, yeah, for yeah. example. And, um, but like, yeah, when you find those people, I feel that like genuinely like, actually like your music not just a yeah. quick like nice set bro <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean like <laughs> classic fucking nice set slap on the back yeah and then yeah. goes and tells the rest of the, the band that you're shit or whatever yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. about that yeah. um and yeah like having those kind of people like you know it's just i think that's just the best growth environment i think sure. especially musically man i feel like on the path of like music like you know like i feel like a lot of people try to say like you know like they want to do it all by themselves and that's all cool and stuff like that but i don't know if you can really like you know truly do that because it's like it's such a the like the path of music i feel like you know in my experience at least over the last few years i feel like when you're around like you know people with a similar goal not the same goal but a similar goal and they yeah. just you know care about each other like you're just gonna go flying forward yeah. so much faster you know so yeah and yeah. it's definitely better to have people around that have similar goals but not the exact same and also similar influences that aren't exactly the same because then you're going to yeah. be doing things that are more creative and trying things that are a bit different and that could be what works 100%. yeah definitely bro like even team. Like, yeah like some of my friends like they make completely different music to me and um yeah. you know like they like say make like you know like singing music and yeah, yeah. straight up rap music and yeah i was kind of making like an in-between and like even then it's like it's cool because you actually get like a subjective kind yeah. of feedback not just someone being like yeah man that's sick because i yeah. hate that shit like i hate if someone asks me for an opinion on music, I'll, when I'm the type of person where I want to say exactly how I feel about it, not just be like, yo, this yeah. is sick, bro. Sick. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I yeah. hate that kind of shit because I hate it when people do that to me. Like I like when people actually like say like, oh man, this is cool, but I think maybe try this. Yeah, yeah. I respect that. I'm like, you're not just trying to just be cool with me or just yeah, be yeah. yes or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so yeah, like having like people that don't exactly, you know, listen to that same music as you, they'll be like, they'll give you ideas you probably wouldn't even think of. Yeah, you know? for sure. Or just even just watching them make their own music, you're like, oh, wow, well, yeah. that's cool how they do that. I'm going to try and implement that in my own kind of way. You exactly. Know? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know. Fuck yeah. Pulling from all yeah. aspects. Yeah, exactly. Just getting creative. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Sick. That's fucking sick, man. That's cool. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And I'm stoked that, like, you guys are crushing as hard as you guys are. Like, knowing that Toowoomba was your first show as Dissect and seeing where you are now, I'm like, fuck like you guys are like yeah. fucking crushing so hard yeah it's going it's going really well man like i'm super stoked like um i had like a good feeling about it like yeah. when we like wrote it and then obviously when we got like our mixes back we were like holy shit like, you know like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we're just really excited as you are when you get the mixes back from like you know producer like Lawrence prank like, yeah. you know yeah, what yeah, i mean like yeah. like that's just already exciting on its own and then like yeah so i had like a good feeling about it and obviously, be like having listened to like um, metal for so long, like I feel yeah. like 
when it comes to like say rap like i always kind of i'm like is this good i don't know like you know yeah. with my own shit but like with metal like i'm kind of have a, a more confident feel at yeah. least like i'm just kind of like nah change this do this you know what i mean yeah, yeah. like because i've been doing it for like a while yeah and um i just know what i like i suppose yeah. so i just had that good feeling about it and um yeah like to see like yeah going from like yeah to this Wumba show back in october or november or whatever it yeah, was yeah. to yeah getting like these these show offers with like antagonist and um yeah i'm so glad man just so that they you know gave us that opportunity to like it's just awesome and like yeah. fucking, and on top of that too like back in october right before we played those shows like we didn't know really any other bands other than like say novice for example you know yeah, from yeah. way back and yeah. like obviously i knew diamond construct but like i haven't spoken to them in years you know? yeah, yeah um so yeah so like have done those shows now and then to know these local bands and like have met people and like just purely through like music and stuff it's just it's just awesome like you yeah. know what i mean like it's just it's so like rewarding just in that sense like just having people like um that would just come to your shows and just mosh and just be there like yeah. you know like it'll come to every one of your shows too like i think that yeah. is just so sick like for me personally like having people just this just happened for the first time or like a I think two weeks ago like um having someone mic grab and like scream lyrics i wrote yeah, like fuck yeah i'm just like bro like i've never had that before in my life because obviously i wasn't a vocalist before yeah, yeah. but like just having that because like the way i think about that i'm just like dude like i just wrote that on my notes on my phone yeah. like, <laughs> yes. and you're here yeah, screaming yeah. that and like yeah. if that if, like if that means something to them like that's just like that thing to me that's what it's all about bro. yeah for like, sure man and i fucking just i love that i live for it <laughs> you yeah, know what i mean yes. so yeah sick yeah we had Shokan got big love for Dissect every fucking day. Hell Best yeah, band like getting right, bro. Brisbane, fuck. So good. Oh, you're too calm, bro. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> when we played those shows, I think I did a podcast afterwards and I was like, on there, I was like talking about Dissect and I was like, Dissect is your new favorite band. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, straight up. <laughs> I think I remember seeing you post that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. that's nice. <laughs> yeah, you guys are crushing me. It's fucking sick. Because it's like... The music's so like fucking hard hitting and just like there's parts that happen you're like oh fuck like that's sick and then like the lyrics and like the fucking timing of shit it's just fucking the best fuck yeah that's sick to hear man like yeah. that's really cool like having like a i don't know just a i don't know i, I tend to forget everything nice people say to me <laughs> all <Yeah>. the time <laughs> so like yeah so just i just try like remember stuff out. yeah i just try yeah. like memorize that shit like and um, especially when we play, like, I don't know, I just kind of like tap into like this different person when we yeah. play. And um, I might, it might sound weird or whatever, but like, no, I, I think not... you need to, man. Yeah, yeah, I feel, I feel like for sure. And um, yeah, so people will like, there's so many times where like I can visually remember people coming up to me and like, you know, saying nice things and shaking my yeah. hand, but I can never remember like what the fuck they said. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, I wish I could, bro, because people have said some nice things. And yeah. then I'm like, oh, fuck, this person's talking shit about us. And like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Just awesome, brain yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, I'll get out of your hair, but before we go, I, should, I definitely should have told you this before we started. Mm. What are your top five favorite bands of all time? I usually tell people because the first few are like rattled people. Yeah. And then they'd be like, oh, fuck, I don't know. And then I was like, I should probably start telling people. But I haven't recorded one of these in like fucking three weeks. So I've completely forgotten to let you know that that's a question. Sure. So. That's hard, bro. That's really hard. I guess (laughs) I'd have to say like all time would probably be like just real quickly, probably Bullet. Yeah. Slipknot. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know. Um, it can be artists as well. So if you want to throw in some rappers and shit. Yeah, big big time Ghostman. Ghostman, I think, is just, bro, he's just, the way he's brought two different, multiple, more than two genres. Yeah, yeah. Together, he's a big crossover changed, artist, which is yeah, great. Change music. I think Suicide Boys is up there for sure because they just change music. Yeah. And, um, shit, I can't really think of anything else, but um, I guess just for good measure, I'll say Escape the Fade because they got me into sweeping. So good. Fuck yeah, man. Cool. Well, I'll put it in the intro and outro, but there's some fucking sick shows coming out the weekend after this comes out. Fucking, you yeah. guys are playing Diamond Construct, Woolly Mammoth. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna gonna be fucking sick. We got the uh, Friday, um, 11 Dive. 11 Dive Bar. Yep. I think that's going to be fucking sick too because I met someone there from that venue last time. He was telling me it's even bigger than Soul Bar, apparently. Was so that Andy? Shit. Yeah, 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 Andy. He's yeah. a fucking legend. Oh, dude, he's such a nice guy. Yeah, like, such yeah, a good yeah, sound guy. Sick. Yeah, I think he might be doing sound at that yeah. show. Oh, too, fuck, so. I hope so. Yeah, yeah that'd be fuck. sick, man. I love it yeah. when we've got a good sound guy. Yeah, he's fucking and, um, great. Yeah, and then the fucking um, the Gold Crush show. I think, yeah. I think that's going to be crazy, man. Like, gonna I think we're going to be um, we're planning on filming it. Fuck, so yeah, cool. the more people we can get hit that there, the better, bro. Yeah. So if, then, uh, if anyone's listening, get to Vinny's Dive early. Yeah. Watch early. Shokan, uh, Native Tongue, Xenochrist. Dead Nerve, Dissect, fucking killer show. Oh, yeah. yeah, and shout out to Brighter as well while we're here. Yeah, as if you wouldn't want to miss that. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> Brighter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the Brighter. Yeah, he's because he wants to um he wants to mosh at the show, but obviously we want him to film, yeah, and yeah. he doesn't want anyone else to film us. So yeah, <laughs> yeah I think he's just gonna be stomping with the camera in hand. Yeah, fuck so. yeah, sick. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. Cool. That's gonna be good, man. Well, thanks for doing the podcast. No, thanks for having me on, bro. I really appreciate it, man done for another week a uh, huge thank you to damien uh fucking such a nice guy um th- through this talk it was like um kind of realizing that he and i were very similar as people but like we've played all these shows together and we've never had a conversation like this like i didn't know he liked escape the fate like that's fucking wild to me or that even like bullet because <clears throat> you listen to dissect and like that's not in there at all and then knowing that Jacob from Dissect is like a huge Trivium guy like you don't even see like that influence in like their music really like when I was younger Trivium and Bullet were kind of like the Megadeth Metallica of um of heavy music at the time just seen as like the super shreddy like the bands were bringing thrash kind of back and like you don't really see that in Dissect at all and like knowing that two of the members like Bullet and Trivium it's fucking crazy to me but yeah go listen to Dissect wherever you listen to music they have their new snake eater two track out as well as an ep out and it's all fucking real good shit so go listen to it wherever you listen to music and go hit up their socials dissect d-i-e-s-e-c-t on facebook it's out spelt and dissect.au on instagram and next weekend this is the fucking big one this is the one i told you to listen about in the intro dissect is celebrating the release of the snake eater two track with the snake eater weekender and it starts off on Thursday, the 31st of March, as they support Diamond Construct alongside Days Like These, Starve, and Dead Nerve at the Woolly Mammoth in Fortitude Valley in Brisbane. Friday, the 1st of April at 11 Dive Bar in Maroochydore on the Sunshine Coast will be Dissect Dead Nerve Shokan, my band, 
Woohoo! Um, and Native Tongue. And on Saturday, the 2nd of April, at Vinny's Dive Bar on the Gold Coast, it will be Dissect, Dead Nerve, Shokan, Xeno Christ, and Native Tongue. Huge hype. So if you want to go get tickets to that, you can check out the link tree for either my band, Shokan, or Dissect at dissect.au on Instagram um, or Shokan Band on Instagram. And if you like what I'm doing over here with the podcast, fucking do me a favor, hey? Just do me a fucking solid. Share it, tell a friend, like, subscribe, follow on Instagram and Facebook at Heavy Sweater Podcast. And yeah, that's literally all I've got to plug at the moment. Listen to my band, Shokan. We're fucking pretty cool. Uh, yep. We have a show coming up after that. So we're doing these three shows next weekend. And then afterwards, on the 8th of April, we're playing with Proposal Some Heard Trouble and Hang Em High at the Bright Side. Anyway, come back next week for a new episode of the podcast. It's going to be a good one. Another international guest. So, yeah, we're doing that on the reg now, which is fucking sick. Anyway, thanks for listening. Bye.